my name is Comfort or Confizor. I'm listening to Dream City on Unlag Radio 103.1 FM every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dream City is where fun lives, where lives are transformed, where lives are actualized. Today we have an amazing personality in the studio. Um, when you talk about people that are passionate about what they do, my guest for today is a match and is a fit for that for that description. But before we go into the interview, let's quickly take a profile of my guest. So my guest today is um, she's the creative hands behind Glowando Designs, a renowned fashion designer who is known in the Nigerian fashion industry. She has hosted a couple of fashion shows and has also featured featured on Legendary Gold, a Nigerian fashion show. She has exhibited wears here in Nigeria and abroad, and abroad, especially in France. She represented Nigeria in UNESCO 2004-2005. She believes she believed in the Nigerian designers and fabrics even before it began to gain leverage. She was one of the few back then who used Ankara to design Western wears. The brand name is a combination of her names. She's happily married and has three kids, two boys and one girl. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, as I welcome on stage. Oh, not, not on stage, yeah, on my show, Gloria. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. Yeah, good to have you here. <laughs> okay, all right. So we'll just... Um, Lunch into it. Um, listeners at home, we are talking staying in business. Last week we talked about um overcoming the fears, the fear of starting, and we had Fumbi Faneye, who had 13 years experience in the banking industry before he was laid off, and he went into farming and started his own thing. And um, since then he has not looked back. Today we have a fashion designer here in the studio. She has started her business a long, long, long time ago. For those of you that were asking me, those the guy I wore last week, yeah, she made it actually. So zero one two nine one one zero three one zero. Eight one double three zero three eight seven four nine zero eight zero two zero nine double three six three eight. Those are the numbers to call to be part of the show. So if you're calling in, if you want, if you ask, if you have a question for her or you want to shout out to her, you can do that um, now or as we go on on the show. So let's take you back a little. So how was growing up for you? Well, growing up was uh, uh it's a mix mix so it wasn't really really what um we have these days but mm. um i'm grateful it was um i come from a family that is uh, my dad was very strict mm. when i mean my dad though he's not my biological but he raised me so i call him dad mm. so he was very strict and um we don't have i didn't have the privilege of um all the you know the way we handle kids these days yeah and the kind of um <laughs> You know the kind of things we give to them the kind of you know we allow them to i, I think you should just say way. i think you should just say the nigerian the proper nigerian yes. father <laughs> i think our listeners would easily relate with that you know yes. <laughs> i think he was just like that but mm. um i think for now right now i'm grateful i'm happy he he handled us mm. me in particular the way he did because that fear and dread mm. still works for me till date okay let's take it back to when you were 10 years old at that time did you know what you wanted to become Honestly, at ten, I to be very frank, I I didn't I didn't even think about it. I didn't know. I just wanted to go to school because mm. that was my dad's priority. He wanted us to go to school, and um, for me, it was just just go to school. Mm. So as at that time, I I really don't think I had anything built up in me that I wanted to to become. Or okay, to so at, at what time or at, at what age in your life did you decide that okay, I need to decide on what I want to do? Um, was it in secondary school? Was it in university? Or when was that? Yes, it was when I was in secondary school. Uh, back then, uh, in my, I think in my 
SS classes. Okay. I um, I joined this cultural mm. group thing that hosts um, dances and all. Mm. I, I got fascinated and I joined them. And, okay. Uh, from there, that was actually where the whole spark started from. Um, they were they make use of a lot of African wares mm. to make their costumes. Okay. And most of the time, they had to source for the costumes. Mm. So I happened to be the costumier then. Wow. So I, it's a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I had um, the privilege of sorting the costumes and all of that. So mm. um, that was where the flair actually started from. So I, I kind of like already I have love for Ankara prints then even though then it wasn't as vibrant as colorful well, as appreciated it is. as yes, it is right now. Yes, as it is right mm. now. But I think that was where the whole thing started from. Okay. Yeah. So when um, I have the privilege of going to sort the costumes, I have to make choice of um, what I think will go with which of the dances they mm. have to present mm. and all of that. So um, it all started from there. Okay. And I kind of like the combinations, the mm. colors, and mm. it really speak of who we are, Africans. Okay. So, that was where the whole thing started. Okay, going into the university now, what did you study in the school? In school, rather? Well, I did my. Actually, it was a part-time program I had. I didn't. I didn't have the privilege of going into um, a full-time, full-time. program. Mm. But um, what I went in for had nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, to be honest, I went to the university because even then, when I was going in, I knew I just wanted to have the certificate Certification. and that was mm. all mm. i didn't i knew from time that i wasn't going to do a nine-to-five job mm. i knew because so th- does that mean that you don't have any corporate experience like a nine-to-five you've, you've never done one before i have never wow and i don't think you will ever I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even think i i don't dream it i mm. don't see it mm. you mm. know okay there was one time i tried to okay I think it lasted for just a day. <laughs> a day. Yes. A day. Because it's not my thing. So mm. I I didn't um I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. So it's it wasn't part of me. Well, I went into school, I did history and international relations and well, someone asked me then, then what has what has this got to do with well, fashion? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, just leave it the way it is. Mm. When it's time you will understand. Yeah. So like I said, I just wanted to have my certification and that was it. So I mm. didn't go in there because I I was I was looking at it to work with it after mm-hmm, some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what is that one thing you wish you um you wish you knew when you were graduating? <sighs> you know, sometimes some of us at graduation we as we, we have some some of us we have some regrets and we we always wish that ah I did been I know, had I known that this this what was that one thing you wish you knew at that time? Well, one thing, one thing, one thing I wish I knew. Would you have studied a different course? Would you have done something relating to well, fashion, yes, well, you know, and all of that? Well, in the course of um, my study, I, I discovered that I could have actually done something in line with that really works with what I'm doing right now. Okay. I could have maybe done um, maybe the, the business aspect of mm. um, this fashion yeah. thing. Yeah. It would have really worked better for me. But I had gone way into it into it before I realized it. I think that's the, that's the number one thing I, hmm. I I I I would pinpoint down. Okay. That I would have. Okay. Done. So aside the um, 
aside your experience in secondary school and all of that, if you were to be asked why fashion, what would you say? Huh? Why fashion? Mm. Fashion, yes, fashion because. And to my listeners at home, you need to see the dress she's wearing. She's really <laughs> fashion designer. You can tell when you see one, you know. <laughs> so why fashion? Why fashion? Fashion is related to every career you can think of. Mm. Whether you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're uh, who, uh, a newscaster, mm. a, whatever. Okay. Fashion is related to each and every one of them. Mm. Every one of them comes around and they put on something. So yeah. there's no way you can, even if you say, I'm not, I don't like fashion. Okay. You can't do without wearing clothes. Mm. You must wear clothes. So it has one thing or the other to do with, with fashion. Yes. Mm. So Okay, so if you were not into fashion, what would you be doing? Ah, well, back then... Uh, when I was in my junior class in school, mm-hmm. I used to like newscasters. Okay. I like them a lot. So I like the way they, I just like the presentation. So mm. I think that's one thing I would have loved to do. Mm. And I also believe that while, while growing up, I also d- uh, discovered that I kind of had this fine voice texture. So yeah. I said, well, maybe it would be fun, but I just liked it. Mm. I liked it. It was too. something you never wanted to pursue. You just no, liked it from a I just, distance. Yes, I just liked it. Okay. So even now, sometimes when I talk to people on phone, they're like, oh, wow, you sound so so unique and all of that. I, I'm like, I blush a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is allowed. <laughs> but I said, well, if you have anything like maybe voiceover or mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. I could run it for you, but... I don't think it's my line anyway, so <laughs> I'm into fashion and fashion it is for me. Fashion it is. <laughs> so how long have you been in business? Well, we've been in business for... Professionally. Uh, professionally, it's been over a decade. And, wow. Um, That's 10 years old. It's my been listeners. over that, yes. Okay. Over 10 years. Yes, it's been mm. over that. So uh, that's how far we've... Professionally, that's how far we've been in it. And, okay. And we're still in it. Okay, so what inspires you? Ah, what inspires me? What inspires you? The what inspires your designs and all of that? Well, my inspiration comes most times from what I see. Like like I said earlier, mm. um, the fabrics. Okay. Like now, we have we have lots of varieties. Mm. Then, we were just... Okay, hold on to had... that thought. Let's take this call. Okay. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Faith I'm calling from the Hi, Faith. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Oh, very well. Okay, so do you have a question for my guest or you just want to shout out to her? I just want to shout out to your guest in the house. Okay, she's listening to you. Yeah. The lady behind Rwanda's design. I just want to say I like your work because I've seen some of them. I just want to say you keep it up. Thank you very much. Thank you You're so welcome. much, Faith. Thank you. <laughs> All right, enjoy the rest yeah, of the show. Bye. Yeah. Okay, we have another one. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Patience Oni, calling from Barika. Hi, Patience. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Okay, you have Actually, a question. Actually, I'm guest. I already know her, and okay. um, she has made a lot of stuff for me. Okay. So I'm just going to shout out to her and say, well done to all she's doing, and mm. I pray that the Lord Almighty shall continue to increase her in Jesus' name. Amen. So that after she made for me, people keep asking, 
omitted, omitted, omitted. Mm. Please, I want to suggest to her that she should also try and make out outlets to our fight here, not only on the mainland that we're enjoying all our stuff, but also an outlet for us here in the mainland so that we can also Okay, I'm sure she will work towards that. Thank you so much, Patience. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so you're talking about inspiration and what inspires you. Yes, um, like I said, uh, like right now we have a huge lots out there. Okay. But then we had uh, limited options. Like what we just had back then was just maybe the. Um, Woodins mm. and then the high targets, which has now become a popular demand. But mm. back then, I think what majorly people really know as Ankara, then apart from the green wax mm. and then the Hollandias, is the woodin. And okay. they had uh, about five or six varieties of them, mm. and it really depicts the African um, culture. Okay. So I, I kind of like because the stuffs I was making then, even the ones I used for my fashion show then mm. were basically speaking more about we okay. Africans. Mm-hmm. So I think my inspiration comes from there most okay. of the time. Alright, so um before we go for this break, we'll take a break now, but before we go for that break, how would you define your brand? If we were to describe or define Glorando, how would you describe it and um who is it who is the brand target targeted at? Well Glowando is um when we started, I would like to take it from there. Okay. When we started, um, I used to say it's a, it's a home for everyone. Okay. And but as time goes on, as we begin to um, grow in the business, mm. we begin to narrow down okay. and really see where we fit into because you, you, there's no way you can really satisfy everybody. Mm. But in order to carve an inch for ourselves and also to really um, create a market for ourselves and okay, this is where I belong we begin to look at the everyday woman okay the everyday woman is it could be anybody it could be mm. a mother mm. it could be a you know a nine-to-five worker someone who is always on the move who is always you know on a daily basis there's no nothing is holding you back okay so that was basically what we we're now narrow down ourselves into but that doesn't stop us from doing anything extraordinary okay if you want anything outside the box mm. we do that but if you're looking at okay what what how can i really say what will I, what will i tend glowando to be mm. it's a design for an everyday woman okay and right now just like um before we crossed into the new year okay um there's something that just came revolving in my spirit and um we're now dwelling more on roomy wears okay. roomy wears are loose wears okay loose wears are those clothes that you don't necessarily need you know well let me not say but you know we dress here sometimes knowing fully well that you're not supposed to wear such but mm. you still go about because you want to look like mm. that lady yeah so but roomy wears are wears that allow you to be you mm. It's loose and it's still trendy. Okay. It's classy. Mm. It's it makes you look elegant, but at the same time, it's not showing all those contours mm. in you that needs not to be seen. Okay. So this year is what um, I'm really dwelling more on, and it's also coming into the trend of what we have been doing before, what we are known for. Okay. All right, we, we got a text message that came in. It reads, um, good morning, great show. 
Uh, my question is, from your profile, we read that, the presenter read that you are married with kids. How do you combine work and um, family together? This is BC from Shirley. Okay. Well, how do I combine? Well, uh, at the initial stage when I got married, um, a lot happened. Okay. And um, <laughs> a lot happened like when I got married, a few months later I was pregnant. And then, in fact, I think a month or two after I got wedded, mm. I was pregnant. So um, it wasn't really easy. Okay. And um, I wouldn't say it was easy. Um, and combining both was not... At some point in time, in fact, I had to shut down to go and take care of the home front okay and um, I think um, what really helped me was that my husband was very supportive okay he's a ve he was very very supportive from the beginning he understand the business and both of us were rocking the both mm. until it got to a stage where um, he had to go his own job too was needing him and it was obvious I couldn't cope and then we had to come home to raise the kids and then at some point in time we now went back again but it's been like that it's been because fashion requires a whole lot of time you have to give it time hmm. and the family too requires same and if you're trying to run both at the same pedestrian one will definitely clash for one so in order to have a steady balanced home and business running at the same time one had to soft pedal for the other it wasn't like um i wasn't doing the business but i had to entrust it into some reliable hands of course my, you had persons workers, working yes, with you at the time yes. mm. yeah so i was doing that but i you know but but sometimes in this uh, fashion business sometimes your clients really want to deal you. with you mm. they don't really um want um you to say okay go and meet no they want to deal with you so most of the time those are some of the challenges i had Okay. But with time, I think um, we stabilize. But what, hmm. will I, what I would just say is that, um, first and foremost, you must not neglect the home okay. totally hmm. because of the business. Because the business will always be there. Okay, You can always come back to it, pick it up and continue. But if you let go of the family, the family might not mm -hmm. be where you met it. So you have to consciously ensure that... The family is okay first. Give the family a priority and then every other thing will fall in place. Okay, every other thing will fall in place. We are still talking to Gloria Durotoye. She is the creative hands behind Gluando Designs. And we are talking staying in business. And she's also, from the last message we got from one of our listeners who asked how she was able to combine family and business together, she has told us that we should give whatever it is time and um we shouldn't allow you know any to suffer and all of that. We're still talking. It's a zero eight one double three zero three eight seven four nine zero eight zero two zero nine double three six three eight zero one two nine one one zero three one are the numbers to call. I'll go for this break and when we come back we'll continue with our interview with Gloria Durote. I'll be back. Help redesign you people will find you but they don't Hello Jen. I just wanna let you know that I'll be starting around to for the right one, but now I found you. I think my sorrows are over. I don't know what to say right now. I only say I love you. I love you, I you know I've been calling from a distance. You know I've been waiting for a long time. But this why I pray, make you come, make I see you. Oh my 
my girl for you, I've been waiting. For you alone, I've been calling. All this why I they pray, make you come, make I hold you. Yeah, anything you want, I go do. Show me many love, make I know. Give you my body and my soul. Give me all the love I deserve. Take you anywhere that you want. Buy you anything that you need. Give you all the love of my life. Cause I need Thousand miles via seamless video call as though you're home. Hello? home. It means planning a series binge day with no buffering. 4G means navigating town with internet speed so fast <laughs> you never miss the party jalof. You deserve to live the 4G life. Or don't you? Upgrade to a 4G smartphone today and enjoy super fast internet. Simply swap your MTM SIM to a 4G enabled SIM or bring your current smartphone to the MTN network and enjoy double data bonus for three months. Offer is specially made just for you. Also available to new and existing MTN customers with smartphones. you're always on the go like me, I'm sure you'd love to have the perfect bag. That one bag that you can fit all your things in. Pure bliss, right? Pretty much like my extra value plan. But before I got on MTN Extra Value, I had one plan for my calls, another for data, and then another for when I travel abroad. Ugh! Trying to remember what code worked for each package was so stressful and overwhelming. 
But now, thanks to my extra value all-in-one plan, at the same cost of data, I get all the data and talk time I need. And when I'm abroad, I automatically browse, chat, and call right on the same plan. Amazing, right? MTN Extra Value is the compact plan made just for you. For just 2,000 Naira, you get 2.5 gigabyte at 2,500 Naira talk time you can use at home or abroad. So, more of data or calls, whichever one you prefer, MTN Extra Value is made just for you. Dreams are not for the night alone. With Dream City, you can be assured of dreaming every second. Dream City. You tune in to Dream City on Lag 103.1 FM every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dream City. You gotta get up. You gotta get up and make a move. Cause the world will never see you until you do No, they don't really care what you're going through So you gotta show them, baby yeah, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, it's still Dream City on Lag Radio 103.1 FM. And we have been talking with Gloria Durotoye, the creative hands behind Glowando Designs. Um, 081 are the numbers to call in and be part of the show. So if you have questions for her, if you have, um, you want to make a comment or shout out to her, you can do that now okay so we'll continue with our topic we're t- talking staying in business and i was going to ask you the other time that if you ever felt like quitting your fashion show and going for a nine-to-five has there ever been a time you felt oh, maybe i should just quit this business and go look for a nine-to-five or something mm. well um i won't lie that there are some times that um such thought has come up but like I said, nine to five has never been your thing. My thing. So mm. I know I can't survive in that environment. So uh, it's not because I'm lazy or no. I can't um, do such thing. But I just like to have my own space and do my own thing no. and um, be creative. I believe nine to five job is just you just you just there. It doesn't allow you. It doesn't bring out the real you. No. You're just there for the pay. But when really? you're doing... <laughs> I, 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 I feel different, indifferent. Let's take this call. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, good morning, man. Good morning. My name what? is Isaac. Okay. Mr. Isaac John. Where are you? Coming from? Okay, hi, Isaac. How are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Yes. Very well. How are you doing? Very well, too. Do you have a question for my guest? Um, yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, I just wanted to ask. Okay, what gave her the inspiration? Okay, she'll take your yeah. question now. Thank you for calling. I'll enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Someone is asking, so what gave you the inspiration okay. to... Uh, I think we said that earlier. Yes, we did say that. Yes, and I did explain that um, my inspiration came from the uniqueness of fabrics that I, I saw then that mm. I, I used and I worked with. And um, like I said, um, the African print then was very... It depicts the African culture, mm. a lot of it, especially the wooden then. If you trace it back to those times I'm talking about, those are the time that the Zizikados and the, um, all of them were. But I think those 
she and one other name which i can't really remember vividly okay. right now right. and they uh, were the ones that were really making use of the ankara to design the western wares okay before it became a popular trend that is um you going know, on well, right well, now yeah. yes okay so let's talk about the challenges you face as a business owner so what are some of these challenges that you face and how have you been able to overcome them over time well i have faced a lot in this um, fashion business and um, I think the one thing that had made me to stay put is mm. um, it's some it's is the love for, for the job. Yes. <laughs> love Hello? Can you turn down the volume of your radio set please? Yes, I am Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What is your name and where are you calling us from? Okay, hi. You have a question for my guest? No, I just want to shout out to her. Okay, go ahead. She's listening to you. Okay, well, my Gloria. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Alright. Okay. Alright. So I, I when I talk about challenges, I wanted to share with us an experience you've had that, that you felt like was a great or a big challenge and how you were able to overcome it. Okay. The very one that um will never leave my memory mm. is um a few years back, I think that was in 2000 and uh, 2005 okay no 2004 2013 or sometime. Was, yeah <laughs> you know um where where we were using before now hmm. we we had um a notice to leave the place and okay. then um i got another place and then this place was this was in ikoi and when we got the place we renovated and the day i was to move in in fact i had started moving in mm. i had brought in my stuff and then we we're trying to set up okay and then some men just walked in and they told us that um this property is government property mm. it has been bought over and um in fact they are starting their renovation that very week mm. so i should just please move out my stuff and um so that it won't affect at first i was like what are you guy, saying what are they saying it's I the wrong place i don't understand <laughs> what they're talking about so it was like a dream right before my eyes they started demolishing this place and this wow. this is a property that cost me um the rent alone was about 250 as mm. at that time mm. it was about 250 the renovation that went in there was over a hundred thousand and then I mean, what we're talking about here was close to half a million. And mm. then, right before us, the place was brought down. Mm. And that was one major setback. Because um, we all know how it is here. Yeah. You have to run everything from A to Z. In fact, you have to provide power by yourself. Mm. You have to... You know, and the kind of work we do, we need electricity 247. Mm. You need all these things to make the business easy. So... And um, that money came from my pocket. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't government money. It wasn't financed by anybody. But it came from our own pocket. And then all of that went, and there was no refund. Mm. We didn't get anything back. That was a major setback. And that time. And I that was, was how the money just went. Yes, I was really heartbroken. Uh, wow. And I was pregnant then. I was pregnant with our oh, second son. Oh. So my husband was really scared for me because. Um, he didn't want anything to he knew 
what that could do to me yeah. and then he just told me you know what just relax what we're going to do now is you still go back to the business but after we've had the baby and mm. you're back on your feet and everything I think that was a major setback I can never never forget because it was huge on me at that point in time hmm, interesting okay so let's talk staying in business now so how do you ensure that your services are still relevant in spite of the many competition because I know fashion is a very competitive industry so how do you still remain relevant well I think um, one thing that has come a niche for me is um, everyone I have come in contact with either by um, making clothes for them or mm. their families or mm. their children I have always tried to have a relationship okay build a relationship not just because you are clients but have a relationship that um, bring us closer mm. and so it's not when I'm talking to you I'm not only talking because um, you have your ways to collect from me mm. or no it goes beyond that so if there's a relationship between us will always come something will always bring us around and then you know that there's nothing that works better than referrals. Yeah. When you're being referred, man, that works faster than any advert. Mm. So if you have people who are referring you from time to time, before you know, you are out there. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so what do you think people should do when it seems like their competitor is about to drive them out of the business or out of the industry? Well, first and foremost, you must know why you're in the business. Okay. If you know why you're in the business, because the bi we all know now that we have more than a million <laughs> what am I talking about? There are more than how many? Mm. Even in Lagos alone, we have thousands of tailors. Mm. But for you to stay put, you must have you must have a niche for yourself first. You must have reputation. Mm. You must no, not reputation. You must have character. Okay. Because reputation is what people see you to be. Mm. That's what they perceive you yeah. are. Yeah. But if you have character, I think that sells you a lot. Faster. Because when you are alone, when nobody is there, your character speaks. Mm. So. When you have all that in place, I think you can then, when anything is happening, people will always differentiate you. There must be something that distinguishes you from mm. every other person. Mm. Because tailors these days, well, they don't, a lot of people don't even have trust in them because yeah. they tell you, good Come morning, today. and then you have to go check your time again to be sure it's really morning. <laughs> so I think we really need to, you need to work on your character. Okay. If your character is in place, mm. then I think people know you for who you are and not just you know think mm. and assume okay so if you were to say if you were to say one thing that has kept luando in business what would you say that thing is the one thing that has kept us in business is the love for the business okay my love to clothe people my love to create designs that will make people feel comfortable mm. feel um accepted and um you know everybody loves to be complimented mm. you know compliment goes a long way okay when you wear an outfit and you're complimented somehow even if you're having a bad day okay once you have it once you're complimented it's it has a way of mm. bringing some bringing some smiles yes. and boosting your morale so, at the time yeah, yeah. okay let's take this call hello good morning hello good morning welcome to the show what's your name and where are you calling us from hello Hi Joshua, how are you doing today? Yeah, thank you so much she will take your question now okay yeah. all right so how do you manage bulky orders 
Okay, I think the first thing is for you to be very sincere to yourself. Okay. From the day one to, to from the, um, the very first day of the calendar of the month mm. to the uh, last day, you have it ma marked out. As your client comes and they bring in their ways, you know what you have for each of those days. Mm. So you should be able, you should learn to tell your client the truth. Okay. Tell them if it will be ready within a week, say within a week. It will be ready. And if it won't be ready, please don't. Don't, don't I think that's where most of our problems lies as tailors. We, we just say things out just like that without mm, even yeah, without thinking, without about, thinking it. about it. And then before you know, you see that you have given ten people the same day to mm. come and collect their clothes, and then it's all jumped up on you. But okay. I think we should learn to narrow it down. Have a proper plan. Mm. Tell them exactly when. If it's not, let the person know. No. Let it be at the person's expense that he he or she says, okay. I can shift days. or I can a uh -huh. mm. but with that I think okay let, let's take this text message it reads good morning please what is her price range in making dress and how can we locate her um there's no name on this message but um, I think you should give that out okay um well talking about price range I really cannot say this is a price tag until we begin to see what you want to do mm. and what's what we're going to do mm. for you okay so then as regards to locating her you can check her out on instagram yeah. at loando and you get all the details that you need mm. so in your opinion do you think everyone can be an entrepreneur well i think if you yes yes everyone can be so long you can work on your character and be true to yourself Okay, so let's talk about recommendations or tips that you have for our listeners who are um, in their beginning stages of business. What do you have for them? What tips can you give them to well, stay in business? Okay, to stay in business, um, like I said earlier, I keep hammering on it. Um, first and foremost, don't go into any business, whether mm. it's fashion and any other business, just because of the money. Okay. Well, money is important, but go to go into that business because one, you have love for it. You have knowledge mm. of it. Okay. You you have flair for, for what you want to do. Mm. And then you must have character. Okay. 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 So I think once those things are in place, mm. then because with time, a lot of things will happen that will make you want to opt out of it. Okay. But if you have love and flair for what you do, what you do I mm. think that will make you stay put. Okay. All right. So finally, what does self-actualization mean to you? It's a tradition on this show. I ask every <laughs> of my guests. YNC it's about self-actualization, the company for self-actualization. So we, we tend to ask all our guests what self-actualization means to them. So let's take it from your own perspective. Well, self-actualization for me will be discovering of your, your self-potential. Okay. When you discover your potential within you, mm. not what people say, about not what you. they tell you, mm. but what you have sat down to discover about yourself mm. and you know it. Okay okay so it is what you have discovered about yourself that is what self-actualization means to my guests so thank you so much Gloria Dorote for coming on the show today I had a good time with you in the studio mm -hmm. and um, to all our people listeners at home that called shout out to all of them so thank you so much thank and I hope that one day or sometime in the future we'll also have you here again to talk yeah. about something else so thank sure. you so much for being on the show today thank you so to my um, listeners at home if you want to promote your song if you have a song and you want to promote it you want to you want it to be played on radio or my show just send your song to young cerebral music at gmail.com young cerebral music at gmail.com and I'll pick it up from there so we also I played my artist of the month for January I played a song MC I played the song not quite 
quite long ago. So I can also play yes. Just send it to um, youngcerebralmusic at gmail.com. And also, Solutions Hangout for January comes up on the 26th of January. The topic is business way forward. And our guests or our facilitators for the day are Langwe Omoyele. He is the MD of Nitro 121 and Sam Osun. Osho Shoko is the managing partner of Cognition Nigeria. It's from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. and the venue is 25 Maya Street off Montgomery Road. Just check out Young at Young Cerebral on Instagram and you get more details of the event. So thank you all and you know what? It's still the new year and um, have an amazing weekend. Of course, of course, as well, have an amazing year. Remember, it is never too late to dream and not just dream, put action to your dream. Have a great weekend. Bye. Who helped redesign you? You are a work of art.